Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! You alright bro, how's it going? Wait, have you actually started the podcast saying that? I have, yeah. What? What? Yeah bro, what's up? Yeah, bro. Why are you talking like a bro for? I don't know, man. For those I... that don't know, what is a bro? It's abbreviation for brother. Everybody knows what bro is. Are you high? No, but like, we know it. We know it's abbreviation for brother, but you know, like, the sort of... Oh, he's a bro. You know, that kind of term. Do you know what? Can I you be know honest? Th- no, shut up. You know exactly what I meant by when I asked you that. No. I did not mean abbreviation for brother. I what actually, is a bro for those that don't know? I actually don't know what a bro is. There you go. Do you know? Just think about it. It's, oh, it yeah. is, is, is it, think about it. <sighs> Mind blow. Exactly. Um, sometimes we use language and we don't necessarily have a definition for it, but we all know. Oh, Amir, you're so old and wise. Tell us what has made you so old and wise. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived a thousand lifetimes, bitch. Mm, but have you died a thousand times? Oh, honey, I'm dying all the time. And being reborn and living. And that's why I'm so happy and alive and nobody can get to me. Amazing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me Boys <laughs> podcast. Where we talk, you listen, and uh, we all die a little inside. And, um, yeah, I'm Amir with a double A coming right at you. <laughs> Do you know, beforehand, right we were doing that, like, making sure the mics are working and microphone check and all that crap. I was Oof, like, I was like, Amir with a double A and capital and FM 97.5 coming at you. Pride Month special. We're going to play all the gay stuff. You also said some other stuff, which I'm glad. Oh, I'm not going to say that here, am I? No. I mean, this is my podcast personality. How are you? I'm good. I've been very busy today. I'm happy. I'm centered. I'm galvanized. I'm focused. Um, yeah. Well, then I suppose you're in the wrong job. Why? Because you don't really need to be focused to do this podcast. Let's face it. Oh my God. That's so rude. The towards... I own 51%. No, but seriously, we just talk. No, actually, no, we are prepared. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with this podcast called uh, Confessions or Diaries of a CEO. Wow. You're just trying to like. Talk about another podcast against uh, ours. Uh, okay. I've become that person who listens to podcasts. I was always that person. I was going to say, when were you not? I didn't. I never. Re- I, people's oh. opinions fascinate me. Wait. Meow. You've only just. Oh, you're bringing Meow back. Meow. For those new listeners that don't know what Meow is, what does it mean? It means yes. Yeah. Okay. Meow. You have only just realized that you're one of those people that listen to podcasts. You've only just realized. Yeah. I have not since. Since we've been together, you've listened to podcasts. So I... I don't understand. I know you keep trying to get in there, but I'm going to come for you, bitch. <laughs> I don't understand. This is what I live with, right? This bitch, right? Like, wow, oh you just God. misgendered oh, me oh, by up. calling me this. <laughs> shut the fuck up. In Pride Month? <laughs> this bitch, right? Oh, this could be her. Um, which also means bitch. It means plural, bitches. <laughs> this, these bitches out here, this, this bitch, right? does stuff and he's like am I that kind of person now He'll, do you know, what, do you know what's going to happen I'm going to tell you something that's going to happen I'm going to predict it mm. between maybe four to eight years from now Meow. he's going to wake up one day and he was like oh my god I do drag 
And in <laughs> and in twelve to eighteen years from now, I'm gonna wake up and go, ah, I'm gay. <laughs> That's so true. And in about forty five years time, I'm gonna wake up and go, ah, I was never single. <laughs> and then in fifty years time, I'm gonna wake up and be like, you're dumped. And in 70 years time, I'm going to wake up and go, ah, I'm dead. But now I live in the constellation Orion. So who cares? Oh, my God. Oh, you might be in some kind of matrixy system because obviously simulation. T. You know, we only recently watched Multiverse of Madness. Yes, we did. Oh, listen. Well, oh, anyway, Multiverse of Madness. Yes, we did. That was a really, really I good film. I love it when we say listen, like we're not listening. Uh, listen, yeah, bro. Listen, yeah. Me and my bros are coming down to get you. Right, okay, so I was listening to these podcasts and I really like them and I've always loved interviews. And I, right, okay, I like listening to interviews of all sorts of people. I'm not going to name them because then the fucking woke brigade will come out and be like, no, you can't do this. But I think traditionally, I've always been the person who's listened to both sides and kind of sat in the middle. You've been listening to Donald Trump's podcast? Yeah, I miss that orange Dorito bastard. <laughs> I want to know what she's up to in Florida. <laughs> no, but it's it, because it's important. I mean, just because someone as polarizing and larger than life as Donald Trump is no longer in power, it does not mean that those views don't exist. But also, it's not to say that um, it's not important understanding other people's perspective. Because what happens now is, if you're not on board, get out. Whereas... I'm of the school of, well, let's try and understand each other and have some sort of common ground. So anyway, Diary of a CC and CEO, very interesting. Yeah, and well, yeah, hit some common ground. Fuck everyone. Go home <laughs> and go to sleep. Do you know what I mean? I'm not that invested. <laughs> I am so invested to find a middle ground and bring peace and harmony. But at the same time, I hate everyone. I'm not bringing any harmony. You all fight. Oh, no, I'm bringing harmony to myself. <laughs> Every, I'm, I don't endorse it, fighting. That but every, like, I am bringing harmony, dot, 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 to myself. But isn't that where you're supposed to start off anyway? Oh, yeah, it's meant to be, I think it's where you're meant to start, continue and finish. Charity begins at home. Are you a charity now? Yeah, of course I am. Okay. I'm a project that's in need of everything. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, charity begins at home. You have to look after yourself, have a... Create abundance within yourself before you move on to others. Tea. Any hosel bees, what is it that you want to talk to me about? You do realize this is just a glorified phone call between you and me. A phone call? When do I oh, when you're on the road, I'll phone you. No, I'm I'm thinking 80s. This is a glorified phone call <gasps> that we've just 80s. That we're like, yeah, go on. Stranger things. All right, he doesn't watch Stranger Things, don't ask me why. Pop off. Hey, like, so this season split into volumes, right? And I finished volume one. And I was like, these episodes are so long. It can't happen. I look, I love a good short episode, but I was gripped. Uh, episode four of it, the end, it, one of the best things I've ever watched in my life. Is it better than Desperate Housewives? You can't compare them. Is it better than Breaking Bad? You can't compare them, babe. Is it better than Glee? You can't compare things. But Desperate Housewives is so elite, do you know what I mean? <laughs> is it better than Bling Empire? Listen, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Okay, can we just Bling talk Empire. about... Okay, we're going to talk about Stranger Things, but in Bling, Bling Empire, the drama, the crushing of the What glass, is the drama, though? It was such a dignified argument, like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And it was like, about what? Like, shut it's up. It's so weird. But yeah, anyway, Stranger Anywho. Things is incredible. Multiverse of Madness is incredible. 
and I just started watching Miss Marvel, which actually just came out today, the day of recording. See, we're recording close to the time of releasing. And oh my God, it is absolutely brilliant. I mean, representation is always good, but like they've really studied it. You know that they're really good at doing a good job of nuancing the bits of language, the, the culture, and also being, it, it's, you know, a mixture of being an American and who they are. It's just so fantastically done. You need to watch it. Though. Hey, what about Miss Marvel's Multiverse of Madness Hello. in Stranger Things? Hello. That needs to happen. Oh, my God. You're welcome. You're Billion dollar ideas here. But the Inception shit's happening. Like, what's that drag race thing? Like, drag Geordie Shaw or something or other that Vanjie's going to be? Like, oh, it's like drag bachelorette. I, it's like, where is the world going? And I'm living for it because, like, why not? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane and absolutely incredible, and I absolutely love it. And are you not going to sing a song today? If I can get a fucking note in Edgeways, see what I did there, note in Edgeways. Yes. No, I don't see what you did. Because you hold a note, don't you? Oh. La, 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 I was la, like, la. why are you bringing notes up into it? Why not? <laughs> um... Okie dokie, I'm going to sing a song for you. Okay, oh my God, okay. Presents from my aunts in Pakistan. Why that poem? Because recently I received a delivery of some crafts. They're not a sponsor, I'm not going to give you their names, but I ordered some things from Pakistan. <laughs> no, no, stop. You're like, I'm not going to tell anyone, I don't want anyone to find out. That's also true. <laughs> right, I posted about these things that I ordered and the number of people that are like, oh my God, it's amazing, it looks incredible. And I'm like, yeah, where is it from? Yeah. You should like, it was, you know, the gift. No, I, I, I've, been, I've been forthcoming about that, but I'm like, yep, it's part of my culture, part of my heritage. Because I ordered some Sindhi art artifacts that are from the south of Pakistan. And they're quite specific. And you don't tend to see that type of um, handicraft, shall we say. And it's absolutely exquisite. And it really reminded me of that part of my heritage that's not always shared uh, within the South Asian sphere, shall we say. So I thought I'd sing a Sindhi song. Oh, yeah. because I can, very fitting. I can sing in Sindhi. I love how that doesn't even amaze you. Nah, I'm over it all. You're like, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you can cook, so I'm happy. Like, what more do I want? Right. Okay. You know, it's gonna be like, I can do this as well, and I can take my limbs off and put them back on, and I can do this, and I can fly, and I can be invisible. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can shoot lasers. Okay, so here goes. Let me try and sing the song. <clears throat> it's Mortor Dilerana, Mortor Dilerana. Mor thor dille rana, mor thor dille. O rana rana, mor bale piyo dille gujarajo. Rana rana, mor bale piyo dille gujarajo. Mor thor dille rana, mor thor dille. Mor thor dille rana, mor thor dille. Natha ghada sab daya halad. I completely ruined that one, sorry. You're not feeling the song, are you? I love it. I oh, remember it. I forgot that this song existed. Oh my God, I can't sing it. It's so hard in Sindhi. Listen, we're keeping this in for realism. Natha <laughs> <laughs> 
ओ राणा तुम राज तिंडा राणा तुम लख तिंडा राणा तुम लाज तिंडा राणा तुम लख तिंडा सुत मामण जे खुले सुचण चाचण जे खुले हो राणा राणा मोर भले पियो तिले गुजर जो मोर थोड़ तिले राणा मोर थोड़ तिले मोर थोड़ तिले राणा मोर थोड़ तिले See, I remember you playing that song. Yeah. It's a Sindhi song. I used to listen Pretty to good. it. I used to listen to it in my childhood. I didn't realize how much of a Sindhi influence I had in my childhood. Like, you hear everything and you speak, hear people speaking in Sindhi. But like, my, my heritage is complete, it's a complete mashup. Like, in the Western world, you say, yeah, you're from Pakistan, um, ethnicity is Pakistani. But in actual fact, my mom comes from Sindh in Karachi, which is the south of Pakistan. And that they speak a different language there, mm. and we spoke a different language within Sindh. My dad's from um, uh, he's Pathan technically, but then he speaks the same native language as my mom. But that's com a complete different part of the country, and they speak a different language. And then obviously I've got cousins who are Punjabi, and that's obviously a different language. So it's always been this crazy mashup. But we're all the same. Ah, we aren't same, aren't we? Look, we're all the same. Like it don't matter. We're all same. <laughs> that, it don't matter, love. Don't like, be. do you know what I mean? Morris. Always someone. Mar <laughs> <laughs> Not this. So you can tell I am targeting a specific, no, indi specific individual who said this. So stop bullying. That's all what I've Amir. got to say on the matter. You're bullying. Yeah, it's a good song. Do you know, every <laughs> single time, <laughs> every single time I listen to an episode, I'm like, God, my singing shit. I could have done so much better. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this in yeah. for like, um, you know, so people can see the realism and the reality and the rawness of your life. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's very inside scoop. What made it more difficult? Well, it, what made it more difficult? Skin, skin. I mean, if Sing, you, is it because you didn't warm up? If you got all of that from one song then great pop off sis all the you know rawness I, mean? I can get that from what you just did yeah i completely didn't warm up i haven't sang in a while and also it's a Sindhi song and i was looking at the lyrics that were written in english as opposed to urdu oh no so like the nuances were lost because i've never read Sindhi in english so my mind's doing proper gymnastics today say, <laughs> people don't believe this but this will be happening in your mind you'll have to translate it in your mind won't you yeah. As you're singing it. Why did you do that to yourself? I don't know. Right. Okay. I'm going to sing a little bit without the lyrics. Okay. And I swear I'm going to sound better. Okay. Go on. Mor thor tille rana. Mor thor tille. Mor thor tille rana. Mor thor tille. Rana rana mor malethu tille gujaraju. Rana rana mor malethu tille gujaraju. Mor thor tille rana. Mor thor tille. Much better. You know, this is a metaphor for like your life. Don't get too in your heads. No. What? You don't need to rely on a, a, a backup just in case. Mm. You don't need a just in when case. When you don't have a backup, you just go for it, don't you? Yeah. The song's really simple. It's like a folk song, and it's about, um, I think, a child playing um, on his uncle's shoulders, and they, they, they're calling him a king. Aww. Um, it's, oh my god, it's such a cute song. Aww, I love the there's a really little nice. video for it as well. That's Anyhow. lovely, amazing. That's 15 minutes of this podcast. Oh no, we haven't even got well, this <laughs> always happens. Then on God knows what, okay. always happens. But y'all are listening, so you're here, yeah. And the listeners keep on growing, so we are thank most you grateful. So much, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us, honestly. I think before we go into our main topic, mm. 
I do want to touch upon all winners. RuPaul's Drag Race All Winners Season, aka All Star Seven. Let's get it not twisted. Pop I off. mean, can you sort of summarize soon as you can, like what it feels like watching it? Shea Coulee. No, what does it feel like watching it? Shea Coulee. How has the human race evolved that much? <laughs> I mean, look. When at did her. we start looking like that? <laughs> I don't know, babe. <laughs> like my fucking when god. When she walked in on episode one in that orange look and that makeup and that hair in front of Naomi Campbell on that runway, yo, he, this is what Growing... you said. What did you say? I said, "How is that a human person? Yeah. Like, how did we evolve that much?" How is this the human race? The thing is, right, okay, yeah, padding and his makeup and his filters and blah, blah, blah. Right. As kids, we used to be like, oh, my God, HD's coming. Oh, are you HD ready? Oh, bastard HD. Bitch, these law, all post-production aside, as somebody who does drag, I can tell you, these lot are like fucking 4K, 8K ready from head to toe. There's things that cannot be covered by just hopes and dreams and youth. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They are, but like, they, they are finished, realized products. And these are young little 21-year-old but either. No, they're well in their 30s, if not 40s, 50s as well. Raja's, Raja's pushing, getting there, is she, yeah? No, I think Raja is 50 now. Or late 40s. Or oh, late 40s. So, like, you know, these, oh, are, these, are, these are not young men we're sending to war. These are established... Uh, individuals and they look great and uh, in and out of drag and um it's it's uh, uh, but the artistry and the talent it's there it, it really is a full circle moment but this is this is the avengers the avengers assemble i would i reckon this is the start of something new i really I, I, do i think so and honestly for me it's so emotional watching it especially seeing raja and jinx back jinx snatch games best snatch game of all time Oh. Her absurdity, her hilarity. I mean, she oh, is bitch. so great and confident. And do you know what I love? They've all got their brand and they're delivering it. Oh my God, I hope we get a branding challenge this season, babe. Ooh, That'd be amazing. That would be tough because these lot, these are able to deliver their brand so well and so strong. And I feel like what's so great about it, they're just having a fucking good time and enjoying it and we're enjoying it and it's emotional and it's like, how did we get here? Thank you, RuPaul. Like, thank you, RuPaul. We got here. I think one thing about RuPaul's Drag Race is that generally speaking, and I say generally speaking, it's it gets better and better and better. It's an evolutionary process. You know, the camera got better. The workroom got better. The music got better. The post-production got better. The runways got better, etc., 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 etc. So then <laughs> we've reached this pinnacle, and I'm like, how are we going to get better? And I think... It has to, and I think it will be really interesting what the next iteration will be. And I think it will be something completely repackaged um, and just new. It's I don't like, know how to articulate no. it very well, but do you get what I'm saying? Do you know what's really interesting about this is... I'm on to something. Do you know how like we've had uh, Marvel for so long, right? Yeah. And now Marvel has started to enter their new era, mm. the multiverse. Mm. Drag Race is entering their multiverse. Yes. That's what's happening. I think Drag Race should get picked up by Disney. Oh, I knew you were going to say your theory. I wasn't, I was, I wasn't going to say Book it. Bookmark it. What's the date? What's the time? Today's date is the date that this episode is being released. <laughs> and I have said RuPaul's Drag Race should get picked up by Disney. I think it would be transformative. They, would, they will literally 
plug these queens and this concept into everything and anything. It's already happening. I know, they won't get rid of us but, all, all. No, it's already, it's already happening, but could you imagine it happening on scale? Oh, I can't wait. It's gonna. Like, could I'm, you, babe, I'm manifesting it right now. Could you imagine a drag queen Avenger? I'm ready. It could happen. I'm ready for it. It would be amazing. It's happening. Or a drag artist Avenger, even. Better, yeah, better yet. That'd be amazing. Oh my god, a drag king Avenger would be iconic. Yeah, drag king. Fucking a, hell. Drag king Avenger. Oh yeah, of course. That would be brilliant. Because the thing is, you're pushing artistry to a whole other level. How can you push it to entertain the audiences? And you know, I've we've seen biological females impersonating biological men in the past. God. <laughs> got through that, didn't I? But um, oh my God, you didn't get cancelled. I'm so proud of you. We've seen that with Glenn Close. We've seen that with one of the other actresses. I can't remember her name now. Um, it's been done before, but not in the way a drag king would do it. I oh, think yeah. it'd be very I, interesting. I agree. I agree. Anyhow, Zobies, what is the main topic? A Pride <laughs> special. Should we take a little break? Happy Pride, everyone. We are going to take a little break and then we're going to get back <laughs> to talking all things Pride. And we're back. How are you all? Thank you very much for staying. Have you enjoyed our conversations on Pride? Am I, am I answering for everyone? I've enjoyed the conversation <laughs> on Pride. Okay, we're going to get into it, Pride bitch. is so good. Hi, gay. It is Pride Month. Send DM to at Pride bullshit Stop account. It. it is Pride Month. Mm. Last year, we did an episode on corporate pride. I have got my rainbow socks on. I've got my ta face tattooed rainbow. Did you just check my feet? I've seen if you've got rainbow socks on. I Do I look like the type of person who I, would own listen, you rainbow never know. socks? You never know. No, I wouldn't. I don't believe in colourful socks because nobody can see them. <laughs> you're wearing colourful socks. But then, again, you walk around with socks on. Okay. Anywho... Happy Pride, gay. Happy Pride, everybody. Um, yeah, so last year we did an episode of Corporate Pride, and this year we did like an episode, just a Pride special, you know, delving into Pride, delving into gay queerness, and, and you know, our sort of thoughts and views on the community at hand. Now, the LGBTQ plus community are very interesting, aren't they? They are an Very, very interesting. A community we're part of. I d no, I don't think they're interesting. I think we're normal. Oh, I think we're the same as everyone else. Right, That's what makes us interesting. Pop off. The, the thing is, kind of like the multiverse, isn't it? That's what on. the concept is because we have our own version of yes. straight. Oh, so where you mean like? Oh my god, I'm pregnant with a dog. Yeah, it's com a completely different society that is like parallel to the other society. It's parallel. It's completely parallel. And sometimes it overlaps. And but un does it need to overlap? And 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 unfortunately, yeah, there's there's some overlap, or there's there's a middle ground where. You know, you will have homosexual McGay face who's got a fist in his arsehole that's oh. made out of the rainbow flag. And then you will have somebody who's straighty McStraight face with a beer at a football game singing Hail England or whatever. Yeah. And then in the middle, you will have someone who's got a family and then occasionally likes to fuck a man. So, you know, there is that spectrum. God, I could have just said spectrum. but no. I was... 
No, I don't think you should have said special. I want uh, you should give the detailed account to our listeners. Uh, and then you know, but by and large, it is a parallel. But unfortunately, there's good good to that, and there's bad to that as well. Because the good is we're just the same as you, lovers. And then it's like, oh fuck, we are the same as you. Because hello, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, he's left the building. <laughs> it's true. It's it's. Oh, he's left. But it's true. Come back. <laughs> it, but, the, it, but that's the thing, though. Like, you could say, oh, yeah. Hello, oh. I am the manager of these boys. And um, I'll say what they want here. We'll be doing the podcast alone for the rest of the time. Is that how you think our management team speaks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know. No, they're lovely. They're lovely, bitch. Hello. Uh, <laughs> hello. No. Oh, no, I didn't mean our agency. Okay. I just made up a manager. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, we, we, don't, we don't have a manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's the hilarity. Wow. Do you know, some people just don't understand comedy. You know, when you have to explain <laughs> comedy is not comedy. Like, you know, being a comedian, you just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a joke in itself, isn't it? That's why you're laughing. Anyhow, um... Yeah, so we don't have parallels. Yeah, there are those parallels there. Okay, go on. I can't stop. I do. But... what you said. Yeah, there are. And I think the, the community is so interesting because um, you know, there's so much magic. Like, for, for example, today, Norwich City Football Club um, <laughs> launched their Pride campaign <laughs> where they put loads of slurs on some walls and then paint at it and going hysterical <laughs> and laughing and being happy and like, we don't stand for this language. I'm like, stop teaching people this language. You know, some little kids are gonna go across that and learn the F word and shit like that. <laughs> like, oh, my dad took me to Norwich Football Club and we learned the word faggot and rent boy. <laughs> and my dad's a rent boy. Stop it. I saw it in his contacts stop list. It. Stop it. And you know what's incredible though? Um, there's a one phrase on it I've never heard of before. Now there's anyone according to Twitter. Sea Queen. Do you mean <laughs> do you mean Sea Queen? No. Are you, are you okay? Shall I wait for you? I'm good. I'm good. Sea Queen. I was trying to find oh you're looking at me weird because I'm on my phone. I was trying to look for the Norwich thing. No, you weren't. No, I was. And then I got <laughs> no, you weren't. You were repressing your Instagram. Then I got distracted. Yeah, no, just... because I want to find out what are the other slurs that were used. This is a perfectly acceptable form of podcasting. Okay. Oh, my God. Here we go. You kick like a girl. Bimby. Did they mean to write bimini? Twink. Like, did they see the word bimini on social media and they came out with bimby? Twink isn't a slur. Yeah. Oh, oh babe. C. The sea queen, as in S-E-A queen, as in Ursula the sea witch, sea queen. <laughs> and what I love about our community is they've took that and they've just made memes and jokes out of it. So it's just fantastic. I love how like the spirit of the community up against something that could have been harmful and hurtful um, re really came through. However, on the other side of the community, and this is why I, I feel like I don't truly... Um, well, Gay Lord. <laughs> Sorry, continue. And on the other side of the community, which is quite interesting, uh, and this is where I feel like, hmm, yours question, do you fit into the community? Do you not? Do you want to fit in? Because I do feel like there's such, uh, rightfully so, you know, anger in the community against so much that happens and stuff like that. But I feel like it is a lot of the times misplaced or directed somewhere else for example i was i was speaking to someone and they said something very interesting to me i'm not gonna mention names or who i was speaking to 
and it was about you know I said oh you know you there's so many fantastic drag shows and you go to them so you'll go to a drag show and the people on stage will be like make sure you support your people of color and your trans people and all <laughs> these you know different I know who you're talking about all these different minority groups which is completely right mm. do support them but I who am here supporting it right now don't need to be screamed into my face. You're preaching, I, preaching to the choir. You're preaching to the... This person said, they're preaching to the already converted. Mm. Go elsewhere. Go elsewhere. And I was like, you know what? I'm stealing that. I told the bitch, I said, I'm stealing it off you. Mm. I'm stealing it off you and I'm going to use it. And you are. You're preaching to the already converted. I, as a person who is here supporting... You know what? I'm supporting you because you're good mm. <laughs> as well. And you happen to be all these other things, which is fantastic and a celebration mm. of how diverse our community is and we can all come together. But I don't want to be talking. I always want to escape for a bit. Well, actually, I love my life. But you know, a lot of people want to escape from life when they come to a show. They want to be entertained. And they want to be entertained and they want to laugh. So it's like, you know, it's, it's the wrong people to do it to. So I, I do feel like it's dichotomy. And then we have a lot of activists. I use the inverted, comma, uh, inverted quotes because my definition of activist is, is a very hardcore definition. It is very factual and dictionary based. Mm. Right? And, you know, mm. definitions can change through time. Definitions can change through time. But like with activism like how can everyone be calling themselves an activist but they're doing nothing being gay does not make you an activist they're raising awareness putting a flag in your bio and being gay and retweeting some facts and figures and helplines does not make you an activist raising awareness no an activist are you kidding me like you were watching and we're going to talk about this in a second um a docuseries and i hopped into towards the end of it the last episode and i was phenomenal watching these activists what was that doc- docuseries that you think everyone should watch so the documentary series is on pride oh no it's on disney and it's called pride and it talks about pride through the years so primarily 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s and 2000s so there's a five or six episodes. wow so yes each episode is de- dedicated to a decade that's fantastic so it talks about what life was like pre-hiv aids who were the main culprits of uh, promoting um, the gay agenda, the stri- the homophobic agenda, you anti-gay know, agenda, the you know whatever you want to call it, and what was the AIDS pandemic like, as well as what the future looks like. American Very interesting. It's well. it's American based. Okay. Yeah, it, it's primarily based. I mean, the the gay rights movement stemmed from America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, primarily, and it was very very interesting. It really talks about. Um, I, I recommend everyone to watch it. It's quite heavy. It's quite comprehensive, should you, I say. You took your time watching it, didn't you? Yes, I did take my time because it's incredible as to how perception, so legality aside, but the perception of homosexuality, just how much it's changed. You know, it it wasn't what it was like in the 50s as compar- in comparison to what it was like in the 80s, you know? Um I think there was a period of time where it got way worse than when it got better, um, which I thought was really, really interesting. And um, uh, yeah, it was, it, it's an incredible documentary. <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> um, it, it was leading on to like the activism part of it. And, and, oh, oh yeah, yeah the, the, it's good. The interview, anything really stand out to you? The, yeah, they, well, they interview some <laughs> real activists Ooh. who, who um, you know, I went to this conference recently uh, a couple of months back where I got asked the question around um, the legality of homosexuality in other countries and what can be done about it. And uh, generally speaking, the oppression of LGBTQIA plus people and I said write to your MP 
and I felt pretty much nobody listened apart from maybe one or two people. But when somebody said, we must fight, it's the war, and they got a clap and a cheer. So, you know, that's the state of affairs um, with um, people who (laughs) want to do performative activism for the sole purpose of self-promotion because there's money in it. That's what it is. It's money so, in it. If I have an issue and an agenda that I want to back, it's, it's politics. That's what it is. It's, it's micro-politics. Then I will scream about it. Enough people will um, band together behind it because they don't want to be seen as a racist or they don't want to be seen as... I mean, let's take race for an example. Yeah. Don't want to be seen as a racist. Don't want to be seen as homophobic. And some people um, are well and truly for it. And so then you become that voice and then you get more and more people behind you and then you get um, an offer to, uh, you know, do a bit of press, do a bit of media. You might want to write about it. You might want to put it on a T-shirt. You might want to organize an event that you get government funding for. Uh, The list continues uh, and it turns into a business. Whereas if you take, for example, the issue of um, uh, suppressed queer folk, across the world, you know, the the British government and, and Britain gives money to these countries. Uh, and, and that's not to say we give money to them. I'm just talking, you know, in terms of aid or it could be trade, whatever. Our money goes out, right? So how comfortable would you be with when your nation is trading with a really homophobic country that is not willing to even entertain a conversation around the safety of people who may identify as homosexuals? You write to your MP, you you lobby, you you employ the services of the right people. How many times has somebody said, we're doing a GoFundMe to um, pay for a lawyer? Or how many times has somebody said, we're going to write to uh, Preeti Patel? Don't get me wrong, it happens, and it happens a lot. I'm convinced that it happens a lot. But that is not what people are interested in when it comes to um, visibility of their own agenda. Wow, <clears throat> so a lot to unpack there. First of all, I got an email back from um, our local MP last week about something actually. It was like, oh, yep. Anyway, nice. well I'm done. Just saying, well done, me. I'm amazing. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's a lot to unpack. Uh, I like the idea around um, like performative activism. So, are you saying people? What is what is what exactly do you mean by performative activism? Performative activism, in my opinion, is when you take up a, an idea, a cause, for the sole purpose of it being showcased. Oh, and I can probably name names from the top of my head about people that are are like that. And then I know they get really stuck with us because they want to be like, "You're doing it too." No, I'm no, not an activist. You're no. not. We don't. We never say that. We don't. We don't no. do that. I'm yeah. I'm here with a voice on a podcast. If people want to listen, they can. If they don't, they don't. Yeah, we're you know? we're we're a representation yes. by default. We're representation by default, and we're about spreading love and happiness. But we are not activists. No. We don't do any activism work. We actually don't. No, no, I'm, we I'm, I'm not. I'm not. And I commend I commend people that are because, wow, we've had some incredible activists in time. So when I was watching this documentary and I was hearing the type of things some of these activists did. Uh, the type of work and that was say for example there was one lady who had done stuff in the 80s and when the black lives matter movement happened and the black trans live movement had uh, movement happened 
She said that she tapped into her expertise that she used in the 80s for this particular movement. And, you know, and these people have been threatened with their lives. And, and I'm not saying that that is what you need to do to become an activist, but, but it certainly demonstrates the extent to which they fought to the point where, and, and that's why they often refer it to uh, a battle or, you know, it's a queer rights, rights movement and it started off as a protest and it continues in that fashion. Um, but it, the, the documentary really puts into perspective as to what it takes to fight for what to you believe in. actual legislation change. To make permanent legislative yeah. change and to change the ideas and opinions of individuals. Mm. Um, it's, it's a lifetime of work. It is a lifetime of work. You know, say, for example, if you want children to not be abandoned by their parents and you want the love to continue, the support to continue, what do you need to do? You need to normalize homosexuality. Now, I don't know if in today's day and age, um, given where we are with the gay rights movement, I, I don't know whether parents of religious families will switch on their TV and be open to seeing some, you know, someone going apeshit um, or, or on social media. They're just going to be like, yeah, they're a bunch of crazies. That is that is the issue with this. So, but from a legislative point mm, of view, or from an activism point of view, you may be interested in raising um, funds to pr um, provide literature. You may be interested in doing some legislative or, or some government lobbying to ensure that um, LGBT education is included uh, in the child's upbringing. Thank you. You know, that's that for me is activism. Ed ed education in schools are probably one of the most important. Things, but no, you, know, you won't be able to make an Instagram post about it, though. There, there we oh go. my God, nobody's you know, gonna see it. Oh. That's that's the most important. That's really the most important thing, and you know, it can get really. These are things. It's exhausting. You know what? It's more exhausting watching y'all um, and your performative activism, um, and not really giving a shit. I, I do feel like the community is. It's interesting because there's always a back and forth. I'm feeling, and I do feel like a lot of the LGBT community. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, we're back in the real world, and it is certain people to the front. <laughs> oh yeah, I it's, mean, it's all it's all falling back in place, and and that's the way. It is. So it, Pride's very interesting because I do think, um, yeah, I do think it's not for everyone. Unfortunately, you know, everyone doesn't feel part of it. Everyone doesn't fit into part of it. It's like if you're not out and living your life and throwing colours and wearing nails and wearing this and being crazy and stuff, you're not really part of it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, not necessarily. I, 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 I know I you do drag. So. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't agree that uh, with that sentiment because I think pride is for everyone and everyone can uh, be a part of it. I think that, that pride way, I'm interrupt. has... I do think it is for everyone. I don't feel like everyone thinks it's for them. I think that people uh, and i think pride has become a lot broader i think it's no longer um applicable to lgbtqia plus people i think it's become a symbol of uh, a, and a movement of acceptance and which is the reason why um straight allies and um, corporations are keen to jump on it because of what it represents in 2022 i think that um in terms of not everyone feeling they're a part of it or, or, or that they're welcome to it. I think one of the reasons why is because it brings me back to the first point that we're parallel, we're parallel to the straight world. So, you know, racism will exist even within the LGBTQIA plus community. 
it, it, you know, you are going to have biases there, racial biases there as well. And we've had first-hand experience of it. I think some people have had a crazy first-hand experience of it. And, you know, that's just the reality of um, what we're up against. But I think sometimes people can become a little bit disenfranchised by it all because of the race issues. And then they feel that they, that, you know, the queer lifestyle isn't for them. You know, for me, I like I say, like I said at the right at the beginning, I was like, I, I used to do my own thing, man. I, I, for me, you know, I will tell you what pride is. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't care what flag you put on, or you know, whether you want to use this one or not. I, I, you know, what it means to me is something that you you cannot um, erase. Mm, but I don't <clears throat> agree that whether it has, it just should become broader and straight allies and, you know, corporations that want to jump on it. No, corporations want to jump on it because they want to make money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not the because pink, they care. The, the pink pound. Yeah. Is, well, they may not necessarily care, but um, in them doing it, even if it's for monetary purposes, it does educate and create visibility. Oh, yeah. This is where I'm split, by the way, on this. Mm. So I'm like, on one side, I'm like, oh, I don't know if we spoke about this before. I'm like, oh, the, you know, the money thing. And the other side, I'm like, you know, that one kid that's watching stuff in this country that's in the Middle East in a shitty country um, for LGBT rights will see this happening and they'll feel seen and visible that a, or a pride flag might be going up near them. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. somewhere, like some company's trying to make money in Dubai, but they'll see it and they'll be like, <gasps> you know, it, it's such a... And this is what I'm learning more and more. Guess what? We can feel both things at the same time. Yeah. That's one thing I've really learned this year. Oh, I, I think, I'm, I think, I'm, yeah, go on, sorry. Um, no, it's okay, you go. I'm pro corporations jumping on the pride wagon. And the reason why is because of, that. of uh, well, the reason why is because of just everything that goes on. You, you kind of have to say, okay, well, what if they switched off the taps? What if they stopped? What would that mean? You can't do that. And I don't think I'd want to see that. Also, as far as corporations are concerned, these are mega families for people not everyone goes to work and clocks off and goes home for many people work serves a greater purpose than just working at a corporation you know people have their work families they have their um office culture their work lifestyles they have their you know some people's best friends are the people that they work with and so within that you know i remember i used to work for this one energy company and we had a lgbt QIA plus visibility thing and and it was basically pictures of all the gay employees who worked at that corporation they stuck it on a board and put it in the entrance and I was like wow great like it's a start though but there you go I'm talking 10-12 years ago so now could you imagine how far things would have evolved and these people have diversity departments now and they um pump money into it as yes they may make money but they do invest money into it and that and and some of that does go into queer pockets which is uh, a massive positive and so then that also reflects as to how the culture within certain organizations is changing Mm, it is and it's really interesting because although i don't have to agree with everything they're doing yeah which, which i don't you can agree with the greater good of it yeah you know yeah. and i can see because if you look through time, and this isn't just about LGBT community or pride, if you look through time and over time, unfortunately, the human race isn't well-developed, right? Well, yeah. look at half of the people's teeth. Right. No, stop it. We're not <laughs> talking about Britain. 
Anyway, <laughs> um, the human race isn't well developed and we, we expect things to happen straight away and that everyone to get it right. But what you need to understand is most people are not that smart enough to figure that out. Yeah. And um, they don't have the tools. So they've got to get the tools and learn the tools and provide, and you can't, you've got to provide them. And so they'll, they will start at zero. Anything new will start at zero and there'll be a lot of errors on the way. Like mm. really bad errors on the way. But we keep, if, we, if you keep pushing and we keep pushing, guess what? Year by year by year, you'll chip away, you'll chip away, you'll chip away, and you'll see it get better. Well, revolution is never clean or linear. And also, oh, no. also, our definition of what is right and wrong changes so much. Well, every fucking five minutes. We're no longer mean? burning women at, on stakes. Okay. No, but that's true. <laughs> Where, well, where, where are the school witches? Where are the witches? We're not uh, doing that, and you know that was where a. Are the witches? I'm and I'm sure right that here. was a virtuous job for somebody at some point, but we're not doing that anymore. Our perception of right and wrong changes, and it's the same with homosexuality. It's like, oh, well, it's wrong. Somebody might argue, oh, it's an evolutionary response because you know anything that's. Um, deviates from procreation is considered harmful to us as a species well at the same time we're evolved and we know that to not be true so it's such a dichotomy it really is and sometimes you just gotta bunker down with your beliefs and your understanding of the world and go with that and um as long as you're a good person with a good heart exactly who wants equality for everyone you're doing it yeah and so long as, and and you know if somebody doesn't if somebody doesn't care for gay rights fine you go live over there and i'll go live over here unfortunately it's life isn't as simple as that and what happens at times is the other side goes oh no 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 i know you're 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 gay yeah that's the issue you see yeah so i'm not going to live over here i'm going to kill you over there yeah. so that's the reason why we have to fight for our rights um, and that shows so it levels to it as well and where it can be really bad. <clears throat> I've got one more question for you. Yes. What does pride mean to you? Pride to me means joy. It means happiness. It means safety. It means um, inclusion, believe it or not. And <laughs> it does. It does. And it means representation. Wow. I do feel a sense of safety when I see the pride flag. Uh, it, I do see a sense of acceptance. I do feel seen in those colours. When you, when you go somewhere and, you're, and you see it, it's like, oh. Yeah, it's something that we, especially in Manchester, you take it for granted because, oh, yeah. you know, it's just everywhere. But um, I remember seeing those flags during the pandemic when we were clapping for the NHS and I was like, the world's gone gay, but it hadn't. So, <laughs> yeah, but now we're back to normal. Oh my God, do you remember that time when there was that woman on TV and she said, yeah, this cute, beautiful NHS tree. And I'm like, no, that's a Christmas tree that somebody's made I in the know, colours of pride. We really snapped. It's been around for years. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it means for me. What about you, darling? Pride to me means um, freedom. 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 Just being free and being able to be myself. And by that, I don't mean being able to wear what I want, but being able to be myself in my own mind, in my own body, in my own life, and do what I want to do freely, peacefully, without any repercussions, you know, or without mm. having to look over my shoulder, or without having to second-guess my next move. You know, when you've been in that position before, um, especially to the levels that we have, I think I, I, I've said this before, but... You know, you have these conversations with people. Everyone's been through something like, it's really hard. And we haven't even gone, gone on to that this episode. It's really hard to understand the 
the nuances from these um, deprived South Asian communities, especially where we come from. It's really difficult. And when you've lived where we have lived and how we have lived, to have a sense of freedom, you have gone from like minus gazillion to infinity. You haven't gone from mm. zero to infinity. You've gone from minus. Yeah. And it feels so incredible and liberating and magical. And it's something that I want everyone to experience, especially those that look like me and that were like, like me as kids. You know, I want them to experience that feeling of freedom. And that's what pride is essentially to me. It's about freedom. And then it's about um, hoping that my visibility can help other people be free. Amazing. Well, on that note, my lovely, that's all the time we wow, have Wow, I poured today. my heart out. And this bitch is like, we're done. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for my lovely. Thank you so, so much, everyone, for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Bitch. We love you, but you, you don't, don't love, love me. Gay joy. Sea queen. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. For all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. That is at You Don't Love Me Boys. 